What the hell happened to Grandma? Welcome to another episode of This Goose Is Cooked, where we review books intended for our future generations. Today's book, The Little Blue Cottage, by Kelly Jordan, illustrated by Jessica Courtney Tickle. Hee hee ha ha. Published by Page Street Kids. The Little Blue Cottage gives away what this book is all about in the title. A girl obsesses over a summer cottage her family vacations at, but her family ends up neglecting it. Will this cottage just rot away, or will they restore it back to its old form? Grab your sunblock, because we're about to find out. The book opens on a blue cottage sitting by a bay. It's waiting for summer and a little girl to come visit. The whole book, the author acts as if the cottage is a person and has the capability to think. But the pictures never actually show signs of life for the cottage. It doesn't have a goofy cartoon face. It doesn't move or lean or have any interactions with anyone. So there seems to be a disconnect with the author and the illustrator because they don't exactly match up. The girl shows up at the cottage with her parents. She must be an only child. Just awful. And she acts like it too. Another note, her dad has an absolutely repulsive pointy chin patch. I can hardly look at him. Just imagine if one of those gross puby hairs ended up in your food. Ugh. The girl would go to a window nook and whisper to the cottage, quote, You're my favorite place. She clearly has no friends if she's talking to a house. And she definitely knows she sounds like a crazy person if she's whispering. Then the author goes on to describe this girl's infatuation with the cottage, describing the wildlife and even the creaking rocking chairs. Tighten the screws or buy another chair, because that sounds awful. The girl leaves in the fall, and the author talks about the cottage as a person again, saying, quote, When wintertime came, the girl stayed away, while the little cottage shivered through the snow, ice, and rain. Get a life. Or a hobby. It's a house. Stop obsessing over it. This is so boring. We get it. You like the cottage. The summer again comes and the story basically repeats itself. And Dad's chin patch looks as disgusting as ever. Then the story goes into a montage of showing this girl growing up and playing at the cottage. And hey, she finally finds a friend. Then you see... Oh no... One summer, her family didn't show up, and the cottage gets left there to rot. Clearly it's not that special of a place if you're going to treat it like this and let it turn to shit. Never get this girl anything nice. You know how she'll treat it. I'm so done with this. Years pass, and finally the girl and part of her family show up in an old two-door truck. It's seriously like a clown car. They are really packed in this thing. And the cottage looks destroyed. I guess you gotta tear it down and start anew. The little girl is now a parent, and it looks like she played the mating game with the friend she found earlier. Her dad is with them, and he has a gross gray beard this time, and his hair looks combed over. But mom, or I guess grandma now, is not there. Did she die from something tragic? Or did they get a divorce because she couldn't stand to look at that shit? growing off her husband's chin. 
The girl goes back to her favorite spot and whispers to the house again. And there's a mouse under the bed. Condemn that bitch. I can't believe she's forcing her daughter to stay there. The story comes to an end with everyone enjoying the cottage again. And I can confirm Grandpa was rocking a comb over because he is now completely bald. And the girl goes to sleep to the sound of the rocking chairs. They could fix the whole house, but they couldn't fix those chairs. What's the moral of this story? That the author hopes that everyone is rich enough to own a summer home? This whole book feels out of touch and white collar. Maybe if she made it about a fire hydrant or a shitty sprinkler and a tarp that kids laid over rocks and used as a slip and slide every summer, it would be more relatable. Also, the author makes the girl in this story extremely materialistic and love the cottage more than the people around her, which is awful and a very unfulfilling life. Kelly's writing was awkward. It was too cheesy and sentimental for the wrong reasons. If she made the story more about the people around this girl at the cottage, giving the girl good memories, the story would have rang more true. While I give her credit that she included rhymes, many of them felt clumsy. I read that Kelly works in communications as her day job. I would say don't quit your day job, but if this is how you're communicating with people, maybe you should quit that too. Miss Courtney Tickle, hee hee ha ha, was straight tickling it with her illustrations. Her choice in colors were perfect for setting the mood around this cottage. And the pictures definitely carried the way. This book was clearly not written to be read and enjoyed by all. It was meant to be a housewarming gift for your friends who just bought a house in the Hamptons. So on a scale from 1 to 5, I'm giving this book a 1.4. I'm turning my nose up at it and having none of it. And then just staring at it in disgust. This goose is cooked. Join us next time for another in-depth book review.